Welcome to The Grace Space, a space to unlearn what the fitness industry has ingrained in our minds for years. From weights making us bulky to eating 1,200 calories a day, health and fitness can be so black and white, which causes unhealthy relationships with food, exercise, and ultimately, ourselves. When you come to a gray space, you will learn how to stay consistent with the things that genuinely make you feel good and enjoy. So come hang with me and learn how to take back your life without labels, guilt, or restriction. Welcome to the gray space. Welcome back to the gray space. My name is Corinne Brown. I am an online trainer, nutrition coach, your host, and now I can add to the bio that I'm a mama to be. It's literally crazy still saying that, and I probably will never shut up about it, so ignore me. But what's up, you guys? I hope everyone had a good weekend, a good start to this week. I'm really not a bullshitter in the beginning of these episodes. If you are new here, we start off with a question of the week right away because I want to provide as much value to you as soon as possible. I always take a frequently asked health and fitness question and read off what Google says first because we want to get away from the black and white thinking. We want to learn how to come to a gray space and understand that a lot of things that are involved with nutrition and exercise are very individualized and what works for one person might not work for the other. So I want to give you guys the truth within each of these answers. So let's read what good old Google says first about does juicing help you lose weight? I think I've gone over something about juice cleanses before, but I always like to go back to this one because it is so popular because people just think like it is the sure way to lose weight. It is super quick and it's more extreme. So yes, I am going to see results right away, but I want to give you the truth on it. But let's see what Google says first. Yes, juicing for weight loss is an easy, healthy way to lose weight naturally and keep it off. It allows you to take in large amounts of vital nutrients while saving your energy for other activities and keeping your body feeling light without that feeling of being weighed down. Okay, so so let's be real, guys. If you are having only juice for a couple of days, you most likely will lose weight or you might not. Most of you are not going to do a juice cleanse because you love juicing so much and all you want to do is drink things instead of eat your food. You're doing it to lose weight. That's the motivator here. A while back at my old job, I worked at a social media marketing company and one of the clients was a juicery and they had this five-day challenge where they gave you six different juices and that's all you had all day. Some saw, you know, one to three pound weight loss. Some saw nothing. I personally couldn't finish the challenge because, guys, I just, I love food. I I really tried. I think I got to like day three and I was like, no, give me a freaking cheeseburger. But doing these cleanses, you're not necessarily cleansing anything because juice still has calories. You're still ingesting the sugar from the fruits that are in the juices, So all you're really doing is not chewing your food, reducing your calories, and getting more of that vital nutrients in that you typically wouldn't be having on a regular basis. So I would say that's one plus out of it. 
the weight that you are losing though, and this is what's really important to understand, within a five-day time frame, you shouldn't lose more than one pound of body fat. Because if you're losing more than that for most people, depending on their height and weight, you're losing muscle and water weight on top of it. So when people step on the scale and they're like, oh, I only see like three pounds loss in five days, that's not even a good thing because you're losing more muscle and water than you are body fat. And this is where people get really frustrated that they lose a lot of weight very quickly, but they're still not happy with their body. They still see these stubborn areas that they don't like. It's so much harder for them to actually sustain what they currently just did. And then 99% of these people eventually gain the weight back or cause some sort of health concern for them by messing up their hormones and just messing up their health in general. And I know people use the excuse that it's a good kickstart to weight loss, but just listening to what I said, it's kind of doing the opposite. Now there is absolutely nothing wrong with incorporating some of these juices or shots into your diet. I do it myself. Uh, right before I was pregnant, I was really into making these anti-inflammatory shots and drinking celery juice here and there. And I love and it helped with my skin tremendously. My rosacea went down on my face a lot. I wasn't having these red bumps. And I genuinely enjoyed the taste of them. Since being pregnant, <laughs> I can't even look at them right now. They just gross me out. I am excited for the day that I am actually craving that and get back into that because the benefits that they have for your gut, inflammation, even your mental health are incredible. But save your money from doing another quote-unquote cleanse where you are going to lose a little bit of water weight and just gain it all back. Because clearly, if the weight didn't stay off the first time, what makes you think it's going to work again? That goes with any restrictive diet, guys. They all work in the beginning. Remember that. And the things like Google or these quote-unquote weight loss experts are going to say that it works because it does in the beginning. I have fallen for it plenty of times. But if you are always struggling to keep it off and working harder and harder and having to go more extreme the next time around, that's a huge red flag. And it's time to make more of a sustainable approach, which is what this podcast is all about. Alrighty guys, let's catch up. This is where I update you guys on my life. I talk about really what's going on, what my thoughts are, what I've been going through. If you don't want to listen to this, fast forward right on through until you get to the actual topic of the episode. But I right now am currently 16 weeks prego and I will say nesting has taken over my mind and body. I was not expecting this to happen so quickly. I am painting my entire house I've never painted in my life, keep that in mind. We have been in our house for about two years now. And I don't know why I procrastinated this long to do everything I've wanted to do now. I guess, I don't know, I guess I'm that person that does a little bit better under pressure because it helps me like see a timeline. When I don't have a timeline and it's endless for me, I could procrastinate and find an excuse for everything. So I work better under pressure. I really have been enjoying it though. Um, it, it's a love-hate for sure. My mom has been teaching me how to paint patch holes and I'm feeling a little more comfortable in my homeowner abilities because when I tell you I suck and I know nothing, 
She has helped me so much and I'm very thankful for that. My list though of just everything I want to get done before baby B gets here is becoming insane. And not only like just for the house, but I'm also leaving for Florida in October for one of my best friends, Maddie. She has is having her bachelorette party in Destin, Florida. I'm so excited for that. But getting ready for that, the following weekend we are having like, oh my God, 70 people at my house for our gender reveal party. I'll tell you more about it later, but we usually do this Halloween party every year. We go all out. And since this is going to be the third year that we're doing it, I don't want to stop. I really do like keeping a tradition and people do rely on us to have this party now, family and friends. So we're going to combine it with the gender reveal. We have something hilarious planned for how we're actually going to do the reveal. I'm not going to tell you guys until you actually see it, but I want to know so bad. Like, I am so not that person that wants to wait until birth. Like, kudos to those that do because I have to plan. I have to visualize. I have to know that I am birthing a baby boy or a baby girl. Either way, I am going to be happy. I have never been so 50-50 on whether I think it's a boy or a girl because all the like old wives tales, they show both. And so many people are telling me that it is a boy, but then I have a couple people that are just like so dead set that it is a girl. And either way, I'm gonna be happy, but... I'm like leaning towards boy because I don't want to get my hopes up because obviously I want a girl. What what girl doesn't want a girl? But I don't know. I don't know. We will see. But overall, I'm just so, so excited. The holidays are going to be here right after that. Then it's my baby shower and then the baby will be arriving. Like these next five months are going to go so, so fast. But yeah, we're just really excited. So it is officially fall as of today. I am recording this on September 20th. And I thought it would be a good idea to share with you the things that I'm currently doing and what I have on my bucket list for this season of fall. I make a bucket list every year for fall because it's like, it's just a good restart. I talked about last week how the school year is kind of a new start for just adults as well and I kind of take it like that. And as the weather does get chillier, I am someone that falls into some sort of seasonal depression just because I love summer so much. I'm a summer girl at heart, but I think I really craved fall by the end of this summer because I am so excited about the fashion and me finding every excuse to just wear stretchy pants, a sweater, and my Ugg boots because clothes have just been a really big challenge for me with this belly growing and all I want is comfort. None of my clothes are comfortable. My boobs have grown like crazy. Like every single one of my friends, they don't point out that like I've gained weight or they can like really see my belly. It's your boobs are huge. And keep in mind, I went from an H and now I think I'm like probably a small C. 
I used to not wear bras and now I have to and all my shirts you can see right through the bra and I so I, I'm like very limited with my shirts. Pants are very difficult because if they have a button on them it's like I cannot wear it. It's very uncomfortable. I can still button it but if I sit down it is so much pressure on my stomach and just a lot of pressure on my stomach right now really makes me nauseous. So anything stretchy I am so here for and it just honestly made me more excited for it. We are going to talk fashion, in-season foods and recipes that I want to make to fun activities you can do for this fall season and hopefully you'll get some good ideas and that'll encourage you to make your own sort of fall girl era bucket list. I'm going to separate this into two parts. Today we're going to talk mostly about fashion because I have a lot to say on it. I've been working really hard on my capsule wardrobe and I want to share everything with you. Then just get into everything else in the next episode. So no health and fitness in this episode other than the question of the day. Shocker. So I want to share with you guys the capsule wardrobe I've been working on. Hopefully give you some ideas to create your own because it's a great way to save money. You're getting your basics. If you don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, all it is is a small collection of clothes that can be put together in different ways and it's going to include everything that you would normally wear. So, you know, that really cute hot pink dress that you love but it's been sitting in your closet forever and you spent tons of money on it and only wore it once. This is not like this. This is basic clothing that we can style in different ways, wear in different seasons even. But the main reason that I'm really doing this is to save money because obviously my body's going to change a lot. And I am really trying to not spend money on maternity clothes. If I need to when I'm the size of a house, so be it. But I'm picking things in my capsule that are still going to fit me when I'm not pregnant so I can wear again. And then I'm saving the pieces that are more fun, things that I'm not going to wear as often, and maybe trends that are really in right now. I'm going to save for newly. Those of you that don't know what Newly is, I've talked about it so many times on here. It's a clothing rental service that I use and bonus, pregnant mamas, they have maternity clothes as well. So I'm really going to try my best to just rent maternity clothing through them and try to not spend as much money on maternity clothes. So I'm going to run through with you my collection that I've either bought a couple pieces or I plan on buying and we're going to start with tops. So two long sleeve t-shirts in black and white. Abercrombie has really good ones that are only $40. We need a basic white tee. A black and white bodysuit I would usually do but I'm holding back this year because I've noticed just that too much hugging on my stomach just makes me nauseous. I put on a bodysuit the other day and I was like oh I do not like this feeling. So I'm holding off on those, but these are things we could put under anything or wear by itself. So while it's still a little warm, we can wear it by ourselves, throw on a little bit of jewelry, throw some cute jeans and shoes on. And it's kind of that outfit of when you have nothing to wear, this is what you wear. A long sleeve oversized button down is a must. There is so much you can do with it. It's a good transitional outfit with jean shorts right now since it's still pretty warm. It looks super cute with a maxi skirt. You could tuck it in, put some white tennis shoes on. 
I love tucking one side and only buttoning up the top half of the shirt and wearing it with jeans with either some booties, heels, high knee boots. Something I never think I need, but I end up wearing it in the fall and winter is a black long sleeve fitted turtleneck. Now I'm picky on mine because I don't want it to completely eat my neck and look like my head is floating because I have chubby cheeks and I need a little neck showing. So I like to do a mid-length turtleneck fitted shirt. You can wear this under vests, sporting events, makes it a little more fashionable. I always love the look of a turtleneck under a crew neck. And sometimes throwing a turtleneck under a moto jacket will keep you warm enough that you don't have to go for one of your bigger coats just yet once it starts to get a little more chilly outside. On to the second layer, a cardigan. I personally am liking the longer ones this year. One light one, and then one maybe that's a little thicker. I think they call them codigans now, but like a gray, a cream, a brown, or a taupe color would be really cute. For sweaters, off the shoulder is really in right now, which I love, but I wouldn't consider that a capsule. I'd get that from Newly but I love an oversized pullover sweater with the collar to dress a little more down with maybe leggings and white tennis shoes. And then a sweater that you can really dress up would be a cute turtleneck stripe sweater that's maybe cream and black stripes with those loose slits on the side. You can dress that up with trousers or leather leggings. You can throw a leather jacket over top of it and it looks super cute. Of course, we need at least one good jacket. I'm sure most of you would get more than just one because these are great for a casual outfit. I'm going to save the plaid or the brighter color jackets to rent and then get like a light tan or cream one for myself. These can go from very thin to very thick. I would personally go right in the middle if you're just getting one. That way you can wear it by itself and then when it gets really cold, you could throw a coat over top of it and you're still fine. My favorite look with a jacket is a high neck crop top with high rise jeans and a big chunky gold necklace, but unfortunately I won't be sporting that this year. I've noticed it's been really hard for me to shop because I am someone that always goes for more of a crop top. I do go for more of the tight fitting clothes and right now I've not, I want nothing to do with it. So planning this out for me has really helped because I feel like my identity when it comes to clothes is kind of going away and I want to try to stick with my same style, but make it pregnant, of course. Okay, on to the bottoms. Let me just get jeans out of the way because it's something I won't be participating in unless I rent them, but a good light washed in black pair, it's all you need. There are so many more bottoms in right now. I personally think Abercrombie jeans look good on everyone. They have so many different styles for different body types. Any of the curve love jean style is so good. It hits you in all the right places. Your butt looks amazing in them. If you're right now on the hunt for jeans, I would recommend going to Abercrombie first. Leather. It's still in, thank God. Leather pants I love during fall and winter. Bobby makes fun of me so much for them. And I think he's finally noticing that they are a huge trend and it is very normal. But the Abercrombie Curve Love straight pant is everything. 
I personally will be buying the leather leggings this year just because I need that stretch. Anything with a button right now is just, it's not happening. I do plan on any bottoms that I get sizing up by one or two sizes. It's going to give you enough stretch and that way I can wear it for a while as my belly does grow. And for postpartum, I am already expecting to not fit into my typical size that I normally am. So it will be nice that I already have some things that are already sized up that I'll feel comfortable in until I get back to my typical size. I saw that Aerie had a really cute leather legging and their stitching looked like they were actual leather pants. So definitely check those out if you are someone that is in my boat right now. Trousers and cargo pants are huge. Cargo pants, I would say, are a little more Gen Z. It's harder to find cargo pants that look good on us millennials, but they are out there. Abercrombie and American Eagle, I have found some good ones. And what I love about both of these is they could be dressed up or down. You can wear it with a plain tee. You could do a tailored vest with it or a sweater. It can go with everything in your capsule, but give you that elevated look if you are sick and tired of wearing jeans. Let's move in to the outer layer. We need a good blazer. One that's worth the splurge that you are going to have for years. Don't go Shein on me with this piece. The first thing that pops into my head is get it from Maritzia for a very good, chic, clean look. Again, don't go for those brighter colors because you're maybe gonna wear it once, but a blazer you can wear so many different ways. You can go from looking extremely business professional to wearing leggings and a sports bra, throwing it over top of it and putting a hat on and it looks so cute. So if you're trying to save money and you're only wanting to buy one of the outer layer clothing pieces, get a blazer, a moto jacket. Maybe it's suede, maybe it's leather. Personally, I'm going for the suede here. I own a light pink one and I wore it so much last year. Or if you are going for more of that bomber jacket style, those are really cute. They could be dressed up or dressed down. My mom's obsessed with that style. She's bought like three. She's ridiculous when it comes to shopping. Like when I go shopping with her, the limit does not exist and it is so much fun because she really does, especially for her age, has amazing sense of style. And a long trench coat. This can fall more into winter, of course. A cardigan would be a great replacement for the trench coat for right now. They are so close, but obviously a trench coat is going to be a little bit heavier. They really elevate a look. You can still look stylish when it's cold out. You don't have to wear a big frumpy coat. I even love when someone wears like sweatpants and a hoodie and then throws a trench coat over it. It just makes the look so much better. Plus, it's going to keep you warm and that's the most important thing to me when I'm cold. I don't care if I look like a bum. If I'm warm, I'm happy, but I'm even happier if I'm warm and I look stylish. As for jumpsuits, dresses, or skirts, the black stretch jumpsuits that are so in right now, throwing a cardigan over top of it, I'm gonna live in these during my pregnancy because they are so comfortable. From Aritzia to Skims, to Zara. There are so many different places that you can get them. Even Amazon has so many. I love those with an open front cardigan sweater. So it's kind of like those half sweaters that you just have the sleeves for. They look so cute with it. 
You can also throw a puffy vest over top of it and it looks really cute. Sweater dresses are obviously so in right now. You can wear this with a moto jacket as well, trench coat, and even one of those silk maxi skirts or dresses. I really am loving the look of throwing a sweater over top of a slip dress, and then you're putting a sports bra over top of it, and then you're tucking the sweater inside. That way your little bump is showing. I'm probably going to do that so much during fall. I just love that so much, but that's what I have for clothes picked out. For more inspiration, you can visit my Amazon storefront that's linked in the description. I picked out all the pieces I mentioned on here and they are definitely the cheaper options than some of the brands I've mentioned to also save you money, but they're still great quality. And lastly, my favorite topic, I saved the best for last, shoes. If you know me well, you know I am wearing some sort of heel. Flats are so in right now. The ballet flats, I'm sorry, you're not going to see me wearing them. Even when I'm as big as a house and my feet are swollen, they will not go on my feet. I don't think they are ugly on other people. I just don't like them personally for myself. But it's a great capsule shoe. So the baby doll flats, those are in right now. Luckily... For me, platform shoes and kitten heels are in, so best believe I will be living in those. I think everyone needs an Ugg boot. The platform chestnut ones are my go-to, but I noticed this year they are making them a little more cheap, so be aware of that. I got mine last year, but someone posted that they literally just glue three layers to make it a platform, and after one or two wears, the glue isn't gluing anymore. And they're completely falling apart. And for how much they charge for those, I was actually shocked for that. So maybe I shouldn't recommend them. But the slipper platforms are very cute also. Those don't have to be through UGG. I saw Steve Madden has a really cute pair. And those go great with some high socks. And again, those one-piece jumpsuits or leggings. That's a great look for whenever you're just chilling. If you're working from home, if you're going to a coffee shop, if you're going shopping. So cute. The strap back kitten heels with the pointed toe. I hope this these stay in. I love them. I need them like yesterday. I haven't got them yet. I saw some from Express that were pretty cute, but Express's shoes are so hit or miss with their comfort, and I obviously am trying to go for comfort here. I did see that they had a pair of the sock booties with a kitten heel, and I constantly think about them. But that's when you know it's worth getting and you'll wear it a ton because sometimes I'll purposely go shopping and not get anything. And then the things that are memorable and I'm wishing I had and I'm thinking of all these different outfits that would go with them, I know that it's worth it. A good high knee boot. I'm torn this year, guys. I always get a high knee boot each year. I am really liking the cowgirl boots. It's only taken me how many years to finally say I want to get a pair, but I'm also a sucker for a super pointed toe and a skinny heel high knee black boot. I just think it looks so good, looks so classy, but I keep asking myself, what am I going to wear more? And I'm picturing myself being like, you know, maybe 30 pounds heavier and just putting those on. It's probably not going to be the best idea. So might be going with the cowboy boots this year. Of course, they're still going to have a heel, don't you worry, but we will see. 
So that is it for my capsule wardrobe. I hope you guys got a lot of good ideas. Again, go on my Amazon storefront. Everything I talked about is on here with the best quality of that certain clothing item. So now that we look cute and we have our outfits picked out, because obviously that's the most important thing. I'm kidding. Next week, we're gonna go into all the fun fall things that I have planned, things that I have already scheduled, and help you create your own fall girl bucket list. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Don't forget to rate the pod. Five stars would be incredible. Let me know what you think, review it. I love your feedback. And until next time, I'll see you guys. Love you, bye.